the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour with your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Apple. All right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of fantasysixpack.net. With me as usual, Mr. AJ Abergarth. What's up, man? Really? What is happening? There we go. Oh my gosh. I was like, I'm I'm muted somewhere. Which one is it? It's like oh my gosh. Nope, not that one. It's that uh, one. uh been that kind of night already, folks. Uh well, what's going on in case you haven't been paying attention to baseball is uh the Phillies are up two to one on the butthole Braves. I don't care. And uh I don't care. Yeah. It's a football I, I show. I bet you don't. I bet you don't. I don't care at all. Well, some of because I hate Philly sports, so yeah, no. Good Sound bye. like the soft brave fans. You, you, you. No, I just yeah. despise Philly sports. Well, always have, always will. Your loss. Oh well. <laughs> anyway, let's go right. Braves. Come on, pull this out. By the way, on that note, just to say this. And what this isn't just like MLB needs to redo the playoff format. The fact that they have these teams sitting for a fucking week. Baseball players mm-hmm. are a creature of habit. They get in these modes. They get in flows, right? You can't have one team sitting for a week and then the other team playing, bam, 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 coming right in and yeah. being like, we ready to go. The other team's like, oh, yeah, we, we good. We, we ready to warm up. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers lost to the Diamondbacks. The Orioles, who have been, been swept in a series in forever, got swept in a series. The yeah. only team that is the higher seed right now that is actually winning is Houston because they got the butthole twins who shouldn't have even been in the playoffs, if you, get, if you ask me. Like, let's be real. Like, mm-hmm. And, by the way, the fact that the Orioles had to play either Texas or Tampa is completely wrong. You need to reseed the playoffs and give the upper seed the better matchup. Kind of well, like what football does. So, in that, then it would have been Arizona-Atlanta, and Arizona would have smoked Atlanta in three games. Don't think that. I do. But it doesn't matter. Like, still, the, the I mean, but the fact of the matter is, is this like it just it's just horrible the way that this this is happening. I don't like, disagree that the seating is jacked. I the mean, seating is jacked, and you know the fact that they have these you know the these you know these series leading up to. But I don't know. I I I don't I I don't like the way that baseball has redone the playoffs. Um, I don't even really like the fact that they've added all these extra teams to the playoffs, but. I mean, these extra teams now are like the ones I, winning, and it's ones because again, they're kind of coming off hot streaks. You know, they're like, oh, they're just rolling through, and you that know, guys are that, but year. I don't know. This seems kind of silly. Last year was the freaking. Uh, oh, I know. I'm aware, but again, it's the same kind of deal. So, and they made the world anyway. So. All right, Move I digress. Move um, yeah, come on. I mean, on. this is a football show, man. What are you doing? What are you talking about here? 
I don't know. Yeah, don't um, make me don't make me start speaking from the sky. I mean, you're gonna do that anyways. All right, let's get into this. So we do have football to talk about. It is week six, unbelievably week six, by the way. I didn't this is blown by. So uh we are watching the Chiefs and the Broncos right now, 13 to nothing at halftime. Um, of course, if you're here, please hit that subscribe button, hit that watch button. We appreciate it. And um, you know, it helps us out a lot. And of course. Our memberships are still open at Fantasy Six Pack. Go over to fantasysixpack.net slash plans. Jump over there and get our award-winning rankings. I'm in the top 10 right now. We've got um, Nick in the top 25. We've got our IDP guys. We're crushing it right now. Um, we got one who is about to get entered back into the ECR. Not back in, but entered into the ECR, and he'll be number one. We've got somebody at number 10, and I believe we have somebody like just outside the top 10, like right there. Uh, so just crushing it right now. And then, of course, you know, if, with all of that, you get our DFS and our betting projections. You get our and advice. You get our custom advice on Discord as well. So uh, it's 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 awesome. Everybody that's over there on Discord right now is 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 loving it. So yeah, Steve, there you go, Steve Hunt. Um, yeah, there you go. Shout out to Steve at number one. He knows. He knows. <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, without further ado, though, let's bring in our guest of the week, and it is Mr. Davis Peng. What's going on, man? What's up, guys? Uh, just another day of boring Thursday night football. So I decided to hop on. I have nothing else better. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, I'm <laughs> I mean, you're good, probably guys. right. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> um, Welcome, minute, welcome. Uh, so, and um, I love, I love your comment about the uh, play the baseball intro. That was. Oh, is that, that what you're hilarious. laughing at earlier? Yeah, I was like, just play the baseball intro. <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> I, I should. Creator of we said. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, pretty good. All right. Anyway, uh, I had a tweet all written out and then it disappeared on my ass. So I don't, I'm now having to rewrite it or maybe, oh, maybe I found it. Just kidding. I just found it. All right. Apparently I had two Twitters up and didn't realize it. Uh, that's me doing too much all at the same time. Anyway. Um, so Davis, um, we're going to jump through tonight as per usual on the show during the season. We're going to be jumping through some, some of our rankings via some start sit scenarios that our producer Mike LaPlante comes up with. And um, but before we jump into that though, I think we need to hit on some of these these big news topics that have um, you know jumped at us this week. And it's been a brutal week for some you know stud, stud uh fantasy players this early 2023 season and Start right off here, Justin Jefferson to the IR, you know, at least four weeks. We don't know. And then there, you know, there's all these rumors right now that, you know, he's, you know, they're going to start just sending players off. They're going to start rebuilding. And Kirk Cousins is going to get traded to the Jets. I keep hearing that. And I'm just kind of like, I, okay. Um, <laughs> but, that being said, without all of that, you know, possibly happening, you know, what's your move with with Justin Jefferson if you have him? And let's say you're a team who's kind of, you know, 
two and three, maybe one and four, I don't know, maybe even three and two. Like if you're a team who has Justice Jefferson and was kind of riding him to whatever wins you possibly had, what are you doing with Justice Jefferson? Uh, I'm probably crying first thing. Uh, yeah. Four weeks was rough. I mean, yeah. it's so hard to come back from four weeks. Let's let's talk about that portion, right? Um, I think you have. I think you have to ship him off, right? If you're anything under four one, I think you have to ship because three two two three one four. You're basically on the teeter, right? You're you, you barely were winning with him. Um, I just don't know what the offers are right now. I've I've only seen a few. Mostly guys I see are targeting like Amon Raw tier or below. CD Lambs. Um, man, I just know that I would trade. I would I would get ready to trade if I knew of I was at three two. Um, Tell Mike LaPlante that I, I was trying to send him Amari Cooper and I forget Jerome Ford. I didn't, I, I don't really, totally wasn't thinking that they were both on the same team. I just kind of clicked the buttons and was like, yeah, move on. And just I, you said, I was like, you said that somebody sent me an offer like that today for today, actually, with both those players. And I was like, why do I want two Browns players about their quarterback? Like, why I do didn't I even want think about it? I totally didn't even think about it. I also like had totally like, it flew over my head the fact that Deshaun Watson was still possibly not going to play. But uh, besides the fact that I, I this, and he was like, why? I don't want both Browns. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I just looked at true value. Like, that's all I did. I just looked at the value. It was like this guy and this guy. <laughs> so we'll talk later, Mike. But uh, anyway. I I, so, just, I would I was I would, I would rate him above Amari. I was I think it's around the Amon Rod Devontae Smith tier right now. CD Lamb, these guys that are like wide receiver what fringes, I think for Justin Jefferson. Yeah. It's tough, man. I don't know if you're gonna get that for a JJ. Like you know, that I, I mean I'm probably not. I don't know. I don't know if I would do that. That's that's a lot, you know. Because you've really got to have a strong team to be able to with withstand losing a guy like Amon Ra or you know somebody like that and then you know not having the replacement player for at least four weeks right you've got to have a stud team right so um that that's that's tough so if you just got to have the right build to be able to withstand that and you know again if you're a team trying to buy JJ you probably you know five and oh four and one type of thing like you're saying so aj want to ask you though on the flip side of this now who is, who is the big winner in the receiving core right now for the vikings obviously we got jordan addison kj osborne's no slouch um who's the guy that you think that kirk will turn to ultimately the rookie or the veteran what about Hawkinson? I mean, in the receiving, I yeah, I know, but I, I think this potentially helps Hawk because it does. He was already getting targets initially, but then he's had a couple of rough weeks, so I think that helps build him back up. First of all, but out of the receiving core, I think it's going to be Osborne actually. Um, you know, Addison's questionable going into this week, so that doesn't help his ca- case much. Um, Brandon Powell stepped up and and played pretty well last week as well. Um, so I think Kurt's still gonna sling it around to just whoever's open, honestly. I don't know if there's gonna be one 
clear-cut benefactor of this um of this injury at least maybe this week i think everybody is because it's the bears um but after this week you know as the season goes on and in these next few weeks really to see what happens i mean it could be osborne in week seven it could be you know addison in week eight uh it could be pal in week nine um you know, you just don't know what you're getting. I, it's hard to replace a JJ. Um, no, of course. So, I think this is this is an opportunity for Addison. the 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 biggest opportunity available is falling to Addison. Um, but well, to your credit, AJ, I will say, AJ Osborne did see more targets than Addison last week. Yeah. You know, the week that Jefferson went out in the second quarter, it, it was by one, it was eight to seven. Um, yeah. He has been running more routes than Addison all season. Um, You know, Addison's had these like monster plays, right? So he, yeah. his a dot is incredible Um, at like almost 13 compared to about nine and a half for KJ Osborne. So, you know, they're, they're different beasts as far as the, the player and the routes and stuff like that, that they run. But uh, I, I don't disagree that KJ Osborne will have, you know, the opportunity. So let's move on here. Next player up that went on the IR, Anthony Richardson. He already missed a week. Uh, so look, this, this was obviously the, the, the one big fear that we have with a guy like Anthony Richardson that comes in with, you know, he's going to run a lot. Right. And as a young guy who wants to run a lot, he's going to, he's going to take some hits. And so he took a pretty nasty hit and he's out for at least, I think they said four to eight weeks is what I'm seeing. So it's a pretty, it could be a pretty lengthy stay on the IR. If not, in my opinion, if he's closing on that eight week span, he's probably done for the rest of the season. Uh, and they're probably not bringing him back. I, I wouldn't if I were the Colts to save him. Right. So Garner issue coming in. Um, AJ, you're, you're pretty familiar with, with this guy. Um, what do you think this does to the Colts offense now that, of course, we've got Jonathan Taylor back? That's another story. Um, but, you know, as far as a passing game goes, what's the what's the the change from Richardson to Minshew and the effect there? Uh, I mean, I don't really see an effect on Pittman. We've already seen that in the games that that uh, the magic mustache has been in. Um you know, the kicker, Matt Gay, has had an awesome time with <laughs> Minshew in there. So that's helpful. But that's not what you're looking for for fantasy kickers. Um, I think that this almost, uh, you know, speeds up the the process for getting JT back involved in this offense. Um, you know, I mean, that whole situation is still just dumbfounding to me um but i mean Minshew is a good game manager he's not gonna be a, a flashy name for fantasy um I, I feel like he's gonna be 
I want to say like Jared Goff light because he's going to get some points here and there and he's going to be able to to make some plays, but he's not going to wow you with his output and, you know, overall finishing stat line at the end of the day each week. Um, and I think overall this is going to hurt the Colts. You know, Minshew's been serviceable in the NFL, but again, he's an NFL player, not not a fantasy guy. And Nick Cassianos just hit his second home run of the day. So, yeah, that was right. fantastic. Anyway, um, so Davis, like, it, not so much the quarterback. I don't know if I really care about Gardner Minshew for fantasy purposes. I don't know if it's too many do that aren't in super flex leagues, right? But what is the effect on the receivers? Like, um, I'm kind of seeing it as a little bit of an uptick as far as the receivers go for Michael Pittman. And Pittman was doing great with Richardson, but I kind of yeah. think like Josh Downs is the big, you know, increase here. We've seen it like the two games with Minshew. He's he's seen a huge target increase so far. So, you know, what's your take on that, real quick? Oh uh, no, I hundred percent agree. So we know Minshew can actually pass the ball, right? We know that he's pa- you know he's getting more than eleven completions a game. We're probably going to see that kind of that typical Colts offense we saw last year where they were throwing all short yardages, you know, Pittman with 11 receptions for 62 yards, you know, something really garbagey like that. But from a PPR standpoint, I think those guys really step it up now. I think you get two consistent weapons. You get downs and Pittman, uh, probably low touchdowns, but a lot of just like these dunk, dunk offs, you know. We saw this last year with uh, when Minshew was a, um, an eagle. He, he supported A.J. Brown and uh, Devontae Smith in the same games multiple times. Yeah. So um, I think you pick up guys like Josh Downs, you pick up guys like Pippen. And when you're hurting, I'm in a league right now where I'm like dying at receiver uh, because we trade away a lot of our depth. And the minute AR went down, I was like, Oh, cool. We, we trade for Pittman and, and min, like we'll trade for Pittman and downs. Cause this is actually an upgrade rather than a downgrade. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree there. So last player, we gotta, we gotta rip through this one a little quick. Uh, Devon Achan, uh, um, I, I still can't get that one right. It took me so long to figure out Achan, and then I Man. now I can't figure this, this one out. So, so anyway, um, Achan um, on the IR. Unfortunate news, obviously. Um, oh, I now I remember the other one. Uh, so we're going to have to do one more. Um, I'll put it in the private chat. Um, but anyway, we've got... Um, Obviously, Miami's you know new star-studded running back. Obviously, Raheem Mostert's the big winner out of this. But mm-hmm. real quick, both of you, Davis, you start. Do you see any sort of like if if Jeff Wilson comes back, like does he kind of just pick up where Achan uh, sort of left off? I think he does. Um, is he as explosive? No. Uh, no one's fast as HN right now. Uh, he was <laughs> no, out there. Wicked yeah. fast. He, he, it doesn't even look real when he's out in the field. So um, I do think he, you know, takes off where he left off. But I think he's more of a moster than it is HN. Uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're definitely going to see a step back though. That, that run game was the best run game I think the Dolphins have had in since like Ricky Williams. Right. Um, <laughs> the, no, uh, the Wildcat, baby. Yeah. That was the best thing we've had. As a Dolphins fan, I cannot tell you that we've ever had a good, consistent run game up until these last few weeks. So 
I think we stepped back pretty hard. But when you have a genius head coach, who knows, right? You yeah, he can he'll make something out of nothing, right? He's we, he's done it with the Niners. And um, he'll probably do it again with the, the Dolphins and the stuff he did last year. So I'm not too surprised. I, I think I'm fine if I started them. I would probably give it a week for Wilson, though, since he's coming off an IR. Right. I agree. I agree. I, I mean, he may not even come back this week. But nobody really knows yet. So, uh, AJ, any any other thoughts? We got one more player that I we forgot to put on the sheet. So maybe we can just ask you about that one instead. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so last one. And and sorry, AJ, uh, Mike, I, f- I knew there was one we forgot. Um James Conner hit the IR as well. Yep. So that's a big blow. Um, we got Ingram. We got DeMercado, I guess, is his last name, um, who kind of did pretty well last week, uh, you know, shockingly. And it was a big free agent pickup this week. I got him in a couple spots. Uh, actually started him over Javonta Williams in a couple of leagues where I had to make that decision. And that's looking like a really good decision right now. So, um, well, I mean, what's your thoughts here, AJ? Like what, what is the Cardinals have surprised people this year, as far as being at least fantasy relevant, they're still not winning games outside of the Cowboys. Um, but I mean, they're, they're definitely putting up fantasy points. Do you think DeMarcado or uh, Dr. Mercado? I love it, Jamie. Um, do you think Dr. Mercado? I love it. I'm just going to do it. Um, or Ingram is going to be the guy because Ingram wasn't active last week. Yeah, so now and, they're both going to be active. Um, yeah, I mean, Ingram is still dealing with the neck issue. Um, he practiced limited fashion today. So I think if he can, I mean, they really need to get him healthy and on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, know, they like, also yeah. did just pick up uh, Tony Jones Jr., uh, who New Orleans released. So, you know, maybe he's the benefactor of this. He, we saw that he had like kind of a blow up game a couple weeks ago. Um and then fizzled back into nothing. So he's still there. Um, I think they still have Corey Clement maybe on the practice squad. I could be wrong on that, but I'm not worried yeah. about him. I think it's, it's weird, it's though. Still last gonna week, be they went into the guys. game with two active running backs. So they must think, trust. Yeah. Well, I mean, hell, Dr. Mercado's done it. Pretty, pretty good. Look how Dave good Mercado, they've done, by the way. Oh, wait. Okay. Um, I think of these of these guys, if they're all healthy. Chandler, they let Ingram see the field with Mercado on the roster. They need to sell that. Yeah, but I mean, like, you can't let this dude get all the touches and all the reps. Like, yeah. that's how running backs die, literally. I mean, <laughs> like, his... so they're going to have to give somebody else the, the, the ball um, and some snaps. But, yeah, last week, it's weird that they're carrying so few running backs. But. I, I think mean, uh, I think we yeah. should move on here and get into our rankings talk with some start sit questions. And whoa, 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 I'm not, not going to get to flex my underdog Cardinal shirt. That's why I wore it for today. Oh, all right, this all right is the all underdog right, Cardinal right. shirt. This is the card. This is, is what happened to me when I drafted so much James Conner. They sent me a shirt. It's a. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> That it was hilarious. part of the a giveaway, and I wanted. So you to are crying it. right now. <laughs> I'm actually okay with it. I mean, it's expected. I, th- I think. On average, James Conner mixes like four games a year. 
Yeah. Like there this is go. not a surprise. I think people messaged me and they were like, are you, are you reeling right now? I was like, from what? The fact that he goes on IR, like that's typical James Conner. He'll come back. He'll play the last five games and score 15 in all of them. And we'll all be happy again. But until Hopefully then, you'll be there in those games. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be those, alive. Those, those will matter. Um, so, but just a quick point out for, you know, uh, Keontae Ingram versus Mercado. Mercado has uh, done more in one game than almost the entire career of Ingram. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I keep bad. seeing people that were yeah. like, why are you putting so much money on Dave Mercado like in, in Fab? And I'm like, look, I got outbid all season so far. Like people are going bonkers on their Fab bids. So finally, I went a little bonkers and got Dave Mercado. I'm like, sure. Like, whatever. But I also saw people go like just slightly under me and get Ingram. And I'm like, well, that's okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to have a trade question here from Ray in a minute. But let's at least get our first QB start sit question out of the way. So, Mike LaPlante, you got the floor. All right. We like to start it off with the guest here, Davis. So you get the, you get the courtesy of going first. And you get to choose mm -hmm. between Kirk Cousins at Chicago facing the Bears. Or, the Bears. Uh, Matthew... There we go. I was waiting for someone to say it. Thank you. <laughs> or uh, Matthew Stafford versus the Cardinals in a prime matchup. Actually, honestly, both are pretty good. But who you want? Stafford. Not even close to me. It's going to be Stafford. He's got Cooper Cup, Puka, Higby, um, Tutu Atwell, the touchdown machine. Uh, it's going to be fine. I think he could even throw a Kyron. even. Yeah. Catch yeah, exactly. balls out of the backfield. It's, got, it's not even close. It's going to be Stafford for me. Um, I think when you're down JJ, not, not much you can do. We're going counterclockwise because I agree. So, <laughs> yeah. JJ? I, I agree with this one with, with JJ being out and it being kind of an unknown. Like I said earlier, it, it could be any one of those guys that ends up, you know, being the benefactor. Um, but if Chicago comes out like they did last week, I mean, that Minnesota needs to, to be wary. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Stafford this week. I agree. So are, are you guys just kind of saying then for the most part, Kirk Cousins without Justin Jefferson isn't going to be a top 12 type of guy? Because I, I kind of mm, no. I look at Stafford I, as fringe could 12. could be top 12, but I've got Stafford I, yeah. right now, like, nearing the, you know, I've got him top 10. I mean, it's super close. It's 10 to 12, honestly, for me. So, yeah. so I, I was going to say, like, if this was no Cooper Cup, they would be really tight. But we just saw what happened when he got cut back. He had two guys over, like, what, 100 yards each, basically. Uh, he missed it a touchdown or two. I, th I think Kirk really slides down about Jettis. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily see Kirk Cousins being, you know, unstartable all of a sudden because J.J.'s not there. Um, he's still going to be a, a valuable player, but I just think Stafford's going to be the better pick this week. Coming off the loss uh like they did i i, I think he's going to come back out and he's going to be hungry so all right so we got a question in here uh from ray he he gave us a little bit more background here so you guys can read it in the comments i'm not going to post them up here on the screen but um barkley and olave for swift and Devonte adams um he's saying he's worried about barkley and his injury and of course it's Team blows. Um, hashtag suck it. Geek. Where? Yeah, oh, there we go. <laughs> we got yes, we got the ticker. Um, 
who has been awesome, but we know the injury history there. Alave hasn't quite beasted out yet. Adams has been up and down and has had some awesome games, has had some bleh games, as AJ knows. It's been super close to me, man. Um, I think this is a no-brainer. I think this is Swift and Adams. Yeah, I was I was leaning that way, man. Um, yeah, I think that's... if you can get the upside of Adams, Swift has just been a monster for that team right now. Barkley's, you know, like I, I agree with you, Ray. Uh, Barkley's offense has not been great. Olave's been okay, um, but not as good as I was hoping this year. Uh, so, yeah, I I agree with Davis. Yeah, I think things that don't exist is uh, Olave targets in the first half. And uh, like he just doesn't see him. I, I yeah. I, I'm a two Michael Thomas truther through and through, but I expected Olave to be competitive. If I was redrafting today, like Olave wouldn't be in my top five rounds. He's not getting yards and touchdowns. He's getting one or the other, and he's barely getting either. Yeah, I mean, first five rounds might be a little rough for that, but yeah, it he he would uh he would definitely. I mean, he was going back in second round early third he'd easily drop to the back end of the fourth for me and it's funny because michael thomas probably still say where he is because he's done just about what we all expected him to do (laughs) yeah so he's thomas has been good but yeah you know good good for what he has there too so i also think that shoulder injury to car is gonna be there all season there's a second there's apparently another trade sorry it's it's all mixed in gray there's a lot of Uh, there's a lot of a lot of there stuff here. So if you want to, if, if you can post that other trade again, oh, like Barclay the exact trade. Uh, it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm losing it here. There's, there's a lot of. <laughs> um, and thanks for uh, subscribing. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, got another one here. Jamie, trade away Pollard and Kamara in a revamp. Superflex League. I want a four with the lowest points. I'd be getting Christian Watson at a 2024 mid to late first. Do we want Pollard and Kamara? I would choose no. one of the running backs and maybe I, I'm a not. Receiver. I'm not giving away Pollard right now. Uh, yeah. Kamara, I'm fine dealing. I don't. Because I don't know what you're getting, especially in a super flex league that matters in a mid to late first. Like you're not probably getting any of the quarterbacks that matter. Christian Watson has done nothing. So like as much as I was hoping he was gonna do a lot more since he got back, but I don't I don't pull that trigger on that one. Um yeah, I, I would I would hold. Oh, okay. So here's the other one. So it's Someone sent me a trade of me giving away Barkley, Alave, and Jacoby Myers and Zach Moss for Devontae Adams, Stevenson, Madison, and is that Rashad? I'm guessing that's Rashad White. Yeah. Yeah. It's most like or Devontae Adams would be my okay. new receiver. I, um, I wouldn't do this. It's way too much. And way White too much. Adams would be my new receiver. But, along with oh, Moss, so Alave. Alave, Jacoby. Zach Moss, I don't care about Zach Moss at this point. Like, I don't think he's going to keep doing what he's doing. So, you get. I Adam's think you care. Him. I, I'm the opposite. I care about Zach Moss. I, I think he's I, he, played well enough, and without yeah. Anthony Richardson, I think this offense stays conservative. Yeah. Eh. 
And even then, is, is Zach Moss any better than Madison or like Madison or Stevenson? Stevenson, who has two point eight yards per carry this year. Yeah, no, they're they're yeah. terrible. I get it. <laughs> I mean, I'm this is their this is their dangling Devontae Adams at you, and even even uh, Rashad White's been pretty inefficient. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm actually curious because it says Devontae Adams, and then it says White with Adams. I'm kind of curious who the other Adams is. No, he's but, saying White and Adams would be on it. Would be my new wide receiver. Oh, White and Adams would. Be, okay, I get it. So he, so he's bracketing and say that Adams would be his new wide receiver one. He would have Waddle, Olave, Christian he Watson. Have Olave, though. No, no, he's the, yeah. Oh, sent no. me a tr- sent me a trade. No, yeah, no, giving yeah, no, away Barkley, Olave, yeah. Myers, and Moss. Nah, I, I, I'm with David. I think we passed. So let's move on here. I know there's some other questions that have come in, but we got to move on here. Uh, Mike, get the get the next question out, man. If you can. All right, all right. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. We Joe, got bombarded. Started... It's all right. We'll we'll get back to him. Uh, we always get back to the people. But Geno Smith at the Cincinnati Bengals. Or are you going with the uh, rookie that had a down week last week, C.J. Stroud, against another tough matchup in the Saints? I'm going Geno. Uh, Cynthia's defense has not impressed me, so that is where I am going. I think, uh, yeah, Geno still got weapons, man. You know, I, I just believe in that. Stroud's still a rookie. He's got these up and downs. He's going to be a little bit harder to trust, you know. So, give me Gino. AJ, are you, are you going to bandwagon on his? Stroud. Um, piggyback. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, Gino was dealing with injury issues. He had the buys coming off. Um, I kind of like. Yeah, I mean, I like Stroud, but yeah, I think I'm going to give it to Gino. I think since he had their blowout week last week, so they're feeling too good about themselves, the, this could be a bit of a trap game for them, and they could just sink back down into oblivion of sucking ass. Well, but even even that, though, like I, I actually kind of think the opposite, AJ. I think it could be that, you know, since he's starting to find their stride, right? And so it's going to force Seattle to pass to keep up. Right, and so that, yeah. that's what I think we're gonna see. Uh, to where, you know, good way to to refute it. So yeah, I mean, I can I, mean, I can see it both that, ways. That's usually how it works. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Davis, which one do you want? Making a clean I'm, sweep. I'm going Stroud. Um, I've I've never been a big Geno guy. I he surprised us last year, and I gave him kudos for all else. of that. Exactly right, like, and he gets all the kudos, right? Case Keenum, congratulations, um, those kind of guys, and he's. <laughs> but like, I I, I like Gino enough, nice. and his weapons are good enough, are great. They're amazing weapons. I bought all the DK Metcalf, but Gino is running less this year, and then top it off, yeah. Kenneth. The minute they get to that ten yard line, it's just Kenneth Walker. It Kenneth just becomes Walker, a, yeah, yeah, he's right. Like so, without touchdowns, it. without the yardage, do I? Do I want Gino? Gino has gone what 300 yards twice this year and then 100 yards the other two times, but he's only had one game that's thrown two touchdowns and every other thing else is one or less. So the minute they got to yeah. the 10 yard line, Kenneth Walker's just piling the ball and you could get a 250 yard, no rushing guy and no touchdowns. And I think you lose based on those. 
Um, but you guys have a good point about the Bengals. If they catch stride and they have to play, sure. But I'm going to go with Stroud. They're the opposite. They're slinging the ball. Damian Pierce doesn't get touchdowns. Yeah, so just give me Stroud all day in that regard. Yeah. Um, all, right. all right. Running back. Hey, yep. that, that's the great thing about fantasy football. Differing points of view. All right. On the running backs, though, at AJ, you get to start us off here. David Montgomery at the Buccaneers or Raheem Mostert with the A-chain injury versus Carolina Panthers. I'm going Monty. I mean, I feel like he's proven how worthwhile of, uh, you know, of a get he's been, uh, especially with, you know, Detroit's seemingly unwillingness to uh, really push Gibbs much this year. Uh, Swift had an awesome game against Tampa Bay. I I understand the monster love especially with uh HN out and you know Carolina can give up some rushing so I it's tight in a sense but for me not really I mean I can see why it would be tight but I'm going Monty all day all right Davis who you got Gotta give me money, man. I I love these plotter guys. I, I've been begging that Montgomery, Dylan, um, who's another tubby guy, Brian Robinson, the Jordan Masons of the world. I love these guys. They just go up the gut. Yeah. So uh this is the you know, this is one of those Kenneth Walker situations. Hey, they get to the 10, and guess who's there, right? So uh give me David Montgomery. It's not even close. I think he Dave Montgomery's saw 30, what 30 touches on his return of injury. I think most receivers yeah, are most disgusting, like yeah. Kudos to Keith for convincing me to draft him in both the snake and the auction draft at King's Classic. I was like, really? Like, everybody's all in on Gibbs. And I was like, man, I don't know, man. And he was like, dude, he's cheap. Let's just do it. And I was like, fine. So we clicked it. And then in auction, he went like, I forget. Mike, you were in the room. You probably don't remember either at this point, but he went super cheap. And I was like, yeah, I mean, screw it. I'll take him for that price. Like $9 um, or something, wasn't it? It was ridiculously like, low. Uh, you should probably hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> at the same time, though, man, like, dude, Moster's playing Carolina, who is allowing the second most points to running backs right now outside yeah. of the Denver Broncos, who Miami has already played in embarrassed which has totally skewed their numbers to the top of the list so i think after miami gets them it might we might see carolina at the top although i don't know denver's still pretty bad so they're playing hella good right now so i'm not i'm not gonna lie um but that being said uh i'm on Mostert slightly but i mean to be honest if you've got Mostert and Montgomery on your squad and you have to make a decision between both of these, you're probably just starting both of these guys. They're both in my top 10 easily. Um, so I don't know if this is much of a decision at this point. These guys are just clear starts at this point. The reason I put this in for a little bit of context, though, is because all both of these guys you got a little bit later in drafts. Oh, super like, late. They weren't they weren't your first running back that you drafted, so maybe you got like a CMC, and you only need to start two. You know, what I mean, and you're de- you're deciding between mm. these two type of deals. 
Yeah, no, that's that's rough. Like if you've got like a CMC and then like you waited and went Mostert and Montgomery like later in the draft. <laughs> yeah, good good luck. I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you, but I mean, I guess it's Mostert. I mean, but like I think you're going to be fine no matter what. Fair enough. But yeah. we'll move on to the next one here. This one this one hits home because man, I just love me some Derrick Henry, but he has been struggling this year. Davis, you taking Derrick Henry versus the Baltimore Ravens or DeAndre Swift against the Jets? It's it's Swift. Um, I don't like Swift. You know, I, I really don't. I came into the season not a fan of like the situation. And all that's proven to me is that it's the Lions are the problem. If you're under 220 pounds, they're never going to use you. You know, welcome to the world, DeAndre Swift, Amir Abdullah, it's all those guys, right? Um, so yeah, give me Swift. He's been really crushing it. And I, Short of being vultured on the goal line by Jalen Hurts, he's what averaging what 15 points a game. It's pretty gross. I don't think you can beat those numbers right now. Yeah. Uh I'm going Swift, actually. Uh as well. So or I don't yeah, sorry. I I was reading something and actually didn't hear your answer. So I'm going Swift though. Um the Jets are the you know allowing a, a you know the the 10 10th most points to running back so far on the season. Baltimore has been pretty stingy against the run. So, and again, there it's, it's weird because Henry's getting, you know, out carried out snapped at times with Tajay Spears. Like what? it doesn't make any sense to me. And it's like, it's a, it's sometimes it happens in like the opposite game scripts that you would, you would imagine. Sometimes it's when they're, you know, it's when they're ahead. They're like, here, Tajay, you have the ball. It's like, no, 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 no. That's Derek Henry's turn. I don't get it. Um, I think it's a preservation play. Like, if we happen to make the playoffs, he's preserved. Kind yeah. of thing. But it's like, you guys need to win games. Games are not good right now. <laughs> Use your boy to get, to get there first. Like, yeah, I talked about this in the usage article that I do every week. I talked about it this week. I think I talked about it last week. I'm going to talk about it continuously for this team because it doesn't make any damn sense. Derrick Henry, when he has the ball, still looks like a beast. He's still massive. People still can't tackle him. I'm sorry. Get, get this man the ball. But right now, it's it's swift. Like This is where you got to go. 15 points a game is his average right now outside of besides week one where he really didn't play. He's getting 15 a week. That is gross. I don't think you can Who's not Swift? start up. Yeah. yeah. He's having a sneaky good year. And well, half PPR, yeah, he's, say, he, he's, yeah. he's yeah, he's been really good. <laughs> AJ, you going to go against the grain or are you making it nope. a clean sweep? No, <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> I just want to sign Jersey from the guy. Yeah. I'm going to go against him. Say he def- he's yeah. got to, he's definitely no. got to go with his Philly boy. Definitely going swift. I uh, I, I, mean, I wish I, I could have like... asked this question when he was a lion. See if the answer changes. Oh yeah, because they wouldn't uh, use him. He'd well, be sitting next to Gibbs. Yeah, on the, exactly. on the bench. He'd be on the bench with Gibbs, hanging out, uh, handing the ball off to David who, Montgomery. Who said something similar <laughs> to that this off season? Oh. That Gibbs was going to see the swift roll. Yeah, catch everybody. Every, but everyone thought it was going to be good. <laughs> All right, now the fun part. We're going to move on to the receivers, Joe. You get to start Ooh. us off. Hey, uh, Davis, with this one, you get three options. You get to start two, sit one. Joe, Adam Thielen, red hot 
against the Dolphins. Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. ice cold against the Jets. Or Christian Kirk, you know, nice, you know, right in the middle against the Colts. I mean, not, ooh, did I say Devontae Smith against the Colts? I meant the Jets. No, Jets, you, said, yes. you said Jets. Okay. I don't, I don't know what you said. He said Jets. I'm I'm looking for yeah. the Read the ticker. Yep, I gotcha. <laughs> well, yeah, for people that don't have the ticker because they're listening on Spotify or Apple or whatever, um, we actually should get it right. But anyway, I digress. I cannot find Devonta Smith for some stupid reason on my rankings right now. That's probably, probably because he had one catch because he's sucked week. ass this year. Um, correct. Aside that's from why one. he's way down there. So Sorry, I game one and game two. I guess my uh, my decision is now easily that Devonta Smith. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where I was leaning anyway. So that's um, that that. That's perfect. So, yeah, I mean, the Jets did the Jets just don't allow <laughs> the Jets just do not allow receivers to score points. I mean, 17.82 points average on the year. It is the second best outside of the Browns. Um, so, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, like they, they've shut down, you know, everybody outside of Stefan Diggs and CeeDee Lamb literally everybody and so i mean look maybe it's a devonta smith week but it seems like from what's happening that the alpha on the team so in this case aj brown is probably gonna get the targets and so and and you know kind of figure things out if somebody is going to do it but it may not be anybody so um smith is my sit all right AJ, AJ, are you going to sit your boy? I'm not. I think it's actually going to be the opposite. I think this is the week that they get Smith back involved. Um, and he he's... Jets you are hope so, see... since you drafted him over... What's that? You hope so, since you drafted him uh, ahead of me in, in our league. Wow. And I forget yeah, who too. I took right after him. Oh, Calvin Ridley, that's right. No, you took Ridley first. Nope. Uh, I will do some research on that. I'm doing it right um, now. Don't worry about it. I got you. But yeah, answer the question. I, sorry, I'm doing other stuff. Yeah, I think this is going to be a week for Smith. Um, I'm sitting um, Kirk out of the three. I think I think Smith needs to get back into the passing game um he's just too good to to be this bad <laughs> in a sense stealing uh, i like i mean he's been blowing up uh obviously he's got some mojo going on with uh with bryce young and miami can be had in the passing game so i'm uh i'm leaning on those two guys davis i i would like if you didn't sugarcoat our bad defense in Miami. Um, our secondary is not good. All right. It's, it's like, you know, don't sugarcoat it. It's not good. Xavier Howard, big name, gives up a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. It's not a yeah. good time. Um, I, I'm having a hard time here with the Devontae Smith-Kirk situation. Um, Devontae Smith, great talent, but he suffered. Sorry. It's not, it's not really a suffer, I suppose, but the Eagles just have too much stuff. There's, Last there's year, a lot they, of mouths. Yeah, there's two great receivers, a great, team. great tight end, a running back that's plowing through right and is a good receiver overall like 
I do think this is a get right game for Devontae Smith um, because I do think AJ Brown is shadowable. It just depends. You have to have an elite corner to do it. You can't give him the Steelers and, you know, and like the Cardinals and these like random guys and expect them to cover AJ Brown. It's just not doable. But I think you would give them Garrett Wilson. Sorry, not Garrett Wilson, but CJ. Uh, sorry. Um, freaking name. I was going to say that's the Sauce name, Gardner. Man. Sauce Gardner. I was going to say CJ Gardner. Mm-hmm. But that's the wrong Gardner. But if you give him Sauce Gardner, and a safety, I do think they're gonna shut him. And I think Devontae Smith gets right, but maybe no touchdown. Um, he's got one red zone look, I think, almost every single game this year. Um, and he dropped a few, but yeah. I think that's where I think Kirk wins because Christian Kirk is that guy for Trevor Lawrence, and I think the touchdown separates him. So I will bench Devontae Smith just because I think Kirk has a shot at a TD. I mean, like every time they get to the end zone in the past, and even recently. When things look kind of scary, like Christian Kirk is like his blanket. You know, he's his safety blanket out there, and he just gets it. Uh, Christian Kirk has one red zone target, end zone, well, end zone target on no, the I whole was, year. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, um, but I mean, about maybe maybe red too, zone is yeah. different, but end zone target on the yeah. year. Um, but yeah, still, I, I I agree with you, the man. He, he, the The amount he's, of volume that Kirk is getting outside of Week One is you cannot sit this guy right now. And he's so. a bit more polished than like Zay. Zay, as good as he is, has it just doesn't look well, as well. And Zay's been just injured yeah. off and on constantly. And he's so so right. I do think Christian takes that kick slightly. Yeah. We gotta we gotta move on here. Quick pause. Uh I took Devante at the two ten. I saw you yeah. took Waddle at two eleven, then you backed that with Ridley. Um, and then I took Keenan Allen. So yeah. I have good trade. Uh, good trade out. You got Keenan Allen. That's better yeah, than all three I, of those I was going to say, I think, exactly. I think I was the like, fact that you got Keenan I, Allen kind of wins that for you. still thinking uh, you won. Yeah, I don't know about that. Although I am 5-0 in this league, so you can suck it. Not my fault. Everybody else. <laughs> That's our cue to move on. 5-0 yes. with the most points, too. So, no, it's not just everybody else sucks. It's uh, yeah. I have the most points. Oh, I didn't say everybody else sucks. I said nobody else is paying attention. It's different. Okay. Okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> Move it on. <laughs> All right. So, uh, man, I believe Davis is up. All snaps. Mm, so sure. I get what this has: Garrett Wilson you... versus the Eagles, DeAndre yes, Hopkins sir. versus the Ravens, Terry McLaurin versus Atlanta. Man, this is a uh, tough. Um, I think I start DeAndre Hopkins. And I probably, this is sound funny, start Garrett Wilson over the Eagles, and I bench Terry McLaurin. Uh, the Falcons' defense is stout. Um, they are kind of scary. I mean, and they play, they're, they're, game, and their football games are short. They run that ball with, you know, 30-something times per game. Desmond Ritter mm-hmm. can even run the ball. Um, you throw in the fact that the commanders technically want to throw the ball. Sorry, sorry to run the ball more too. They just happen to throw lately because they've been playing from behind. This game can be over fast, <laughs> like it can be over ridiculously fast, and then you're not getting that uh, those extra plays that these other two games might have. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Um, Terry McLaurin is, is my set. It, it's close between him and Wilson. I know you know we all get scared off with Zach, so that's kind of the reason why Garrett's Garrett Wilson is is down in his range but I mean AJ you cannot disagree this Philly secondary has been just abused this yeah. season so they Shout have I mean, they're, they're, point that they're, out by the way 
big name. And Garrett with, Wilson has played decently well, yeah. even with especially the last couple of weeks. Like they, they've started to figure things out, it feels like. So maybe, maybe there's a sign of hope, right? Yeah, I mean Slay, Slay and uh and Bradbury are another year older. I mean, they're still talented D-backs, but you know, they've been playing uh Bradbury in the slot too because injuries. So that's kind of messed with things a little bit, I feel like, but I do like Wilson um as much as I hate Tannehill, I I think Diop's going to have a better game against Baltimore than what McLaurin's going to have in Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta's secondary is just young, fast, solid. So I'm going Wilson Hopkins. I think All we right. have a question. Mike, you want to put it up on the board? Yes, sir. So we got Reminder Stevenson, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaren, Jeff or Zach Moss. Jeff. I want to say Jeff, Jeff Wilson coming off IR. I'm guessing yeah. no, not one, on him. One, Need one running back and one flex. So oh uh man. My flex is Debo. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Not me. Running back. Mm, yeah, I'd go with that for the flex. Man, I I want to believe that Zach is Moss is going to get more, but I still got to go back to Stevenson because like he just, man, what if they just turn around and just hand this ball off 65% of the time to Jonathan Taylor finally? Like, oh, you had your game to warm up, and that that's – I, I, I roll Stevenson. I don't know. I know uh, Davis here, a Zach Moss fan, it feels like. but And I know Stevenson has sucked, man. I get it. And Zach Moss has been awesome. I just don't know if I can pull the trigger on Zach Moss over Stevenson right now. Uh... That's super close, though, man. They are like Back to back to me on my in my rankings, they really are. Actually, it's funny. I got Stevenson, I Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss. Back, back, back. Like one, <laughs> two, three. That's what they are. 20, 22, 23, 24 Right now, it's half PPR. But um, and if you, if you, I think if you add in full PPR, I think Stevenson gets a slight boost. But not, even that doesn't really work anymore because man, Mac Jones has been atrocious. So. Oh, Who knows? I guess my question yeah. would my question would be is would you rank Tyler Algier ahead of Stevenson right now? No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. So I consider Zach Moss to probably be that Tyler Algier type of guy, running some games over 10, 15 touches, uh, rushing attempts, and a couple of receptions. But the only difference is he's averaging better yards. Algier has averaged basically no yards per game. This. Um, per carry this year but zach moss is averaging like 4.2 or something like that yeah um, no i get it no I, yeah zach moss has been a much more productive player and he has been his whole career when he's actually been healthy which is yeah weird i don't know you feel like a plotter to me like i'm even slower plotter than usual but i think 
I just really don't think, I think he has been, but this year is different to me yeah. with him. He's better. Actually, seems he's, good. he's much better this year than what we've seen out of him. And uh, I mean, I think it took this weird, stupid JT situation for people to realize it because he finally got like a full on opportunity. Um, you know, once he was healthy, if he was healthy week one, he would have been the starter, no brainer, but he wasn't. So Deion Jackson got it. Um, yeah, I, I would, me personally, I would go with Moss. Yeah. Debo Moss for me for sure. Yeah. Um, I lean Stevenson. I, I, I still lean the, the talent a little bit, but it is super close. I get it. Um, Yeah. Jamie's saying I've got uh, I've got Stevenson at, at twenty and Moss at twenty four. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's weird though. That's actually not what I posted. I don't know what the hell Fantasy Pro puts up sometimes. That's not on my spreadsheet. <laughs> it's literally Stevenson twenty two, RB twenty two, Jonathan Taylor at twenty three, and Zach Moss at twenty four. Are you looking at my PPR ones? Because these are half PPR. I, I, I focus more on the half PPR for this show, Jamie. Um, but anyway, uh, we do have a couple more questions here. Uh, let's do one, and then we'll do the last receiver question. We'll do a couple more, then do the tight ends and move on. So Blue Crew, if you need to get rid of one, who is it, Debo or Ayuk? Um, I'm hoping you can sit. I'm not getting rid of either one of these guys. <laughs> Um, if they're both on your team, you kind of have to get rid of them, boy, don't you? you can't yeah. Just well, if you're trading them, I'm not just dropping them, but I'm, no. I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep Ayuk in a PPR league. I, I would keep Ayuk in, in, in this case over Debo. I love Debo. Um, I do not. I he's fun to watch, but he runs he's his just, mouth too much. Yeah. Him and him he's, and uh, Arcia are, are are good buddies now. Davis, you agree? Disagree? Oh no, I don't disagree with you guys at, at all. Okay. Um, all right. Um, so last question, Mike. Then. I mean, it's the last wide receiver question. All right, last wide receiver. Sorry, we got one <laughs> tight end question. That's after this. <laughs> Joe, you starting Tyler Lockett against the Bengals? KJ Osborne with the Jefferson injury against the Bears, or Drake London against the Commanders? Your Commanders. So we got Lockett. We got. Osborne. Yeah, I'm trying to find these guys. And then we got Drake London. Yeah, these guys are close. All in that 30-ish range. Uh, these guys are all like flex receivers for me, honestly. Um, yeah. I want to start Osborne just because of the upside with him. As AJ was mentioning earlier in the show, like you just you don't really know if it's going to be Osborne or um <laughs> you don't really know if Os or if, if Addison is going to like just explode and you know everybody's going, Oh, he's gonna be the new JJ. No, 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 it's not gonna happen. But you know, I think Osborne and, and Addison are gonna split a lot of that work and it's Osborne's going to be very serviceable here for for a while. Um, I'm going Lockett and Osborne though. Like I, 
I love London's talent. I really do. I drafted him in a lot of spots. Um, I just, <laughs> man, I really thought that he would just get peppered with, you know, even if Ritter only threw the ball 25 times, I thought 12 of them would go to London every game, right? Like that kind of thing, right? But now with the addition of Jonu Smith, it's just destroyed London's value to where he is like a touchdown upside receiver. <laughs> it sucks. And so, yeah, London's seen games where he's had eight or so, you know, uh, he, he's had, he's had two games with eight and nine and you know three games, sorry, eight, six, seven, and one target, but like his catchable targets, three, four. And then like the two games, six and six, like the first week is just, throw it out the window one target one catchable target didn't catch it doesn't matter um but like the fact that like he's just not seeing accurate throws his way on the regular he he's must sit even against a commander's defense that has been pretty susceptible you know against everything <laughs> yeah uh oof. One, this one is yeah. I think game script could go, I, in, could go in in Lockett's favor a little bit too because I think since he's going to get a big and you know maybe, yeah. maybe they don't get a big it just could be a, like a shootout type game right to where they could just go back and forth yeah and um, when I did the uh, depth chart updates earlier DK was questionable haven't checked it recently I don't know there was like eight guys that I marked as questionable or something and then they all like must have practiced today or something because it was all cleared out like damn it um so if dk somehow ends up you know being limited that gives a small boost to lock it but yeah i think i'm gonna lean him and osborne too I mean, I, I, I'm hoping for London to finally break out and do something. I just, I feel like because I'm probably starting him in one of my leagues, though, he's, he's not. <laughs> so I'm going to lean the other two. Boo, you guys. You guys are no fun. Um, I'm going London. I'm going London. And yeah, so, so it's sit one. So it's start know, two, sit one. I'm going London for my one, one of those guys. I'm going Osborne for my other. Um, I do agree with Joe that Osborne does move a step up. He does have the snap count. They are going to be down a guy. It's Chicago. Every narrative we want to use. Um, But I do think that London is just a really good player. Right? I I I do. I think he is too. I just think think game script. And and I'm not. No way you guys saying they're not. Offensive game system. The offensive. No, I think he sucks. Okay. He sucks. But these kind of receivers totally. that are just just a little too, you know, all these like bigger good guys, I think they really dominate in like these commander games. Like I think about the commanders and what their cornerback has been giving up all year long, all the corners. I just think London gets it. I think Ritter threw a little bit more this week. I, I'm hoping it's a trend that continues, that they try to throw a little bit more. Um, and I, I think that – if there's a benefactory, if there is going to be one on this team, it's likely going to be London. I yeah, think they play I mean, against a sloppy secondary. 
They've given up some pretty monster games the last couple of weeks. Obviously, AJ Brown and then DJ Moore <laughs> two weeks in a row. It's like the, the commander's wow. just like not good at that second. That corner is too twitchy. He's getting he's Ugh. biting on everything. He bites on everything and saves he can't recover because they're bringing uh, him down to yeah, block. You know, what, so, I, I still do, don't think he's recovered from the taunting penalty that Brown got called for a couple weeks ago. So like, early on in the game last week, I understood like the first blow by by DJ Moore. But then the second one, <laughs> and then the third one, it was like they guys, weren't even blow bys. They were like he no, runs no, a curl. But what I mean is like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, early in the it. game, like the the <laughs> three-step hook the concept was to bring the safeties down to stop justin fields from running i understood that right but once they did it once okay fine they did it twice all right now we need to stop that and they yeah. didn't they let him Fool do it once. again shame on me they let him do Fool it me twice. again shit it was just I did like, it again. holy crap okay that was embarrassing so yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, and and I stand by my Kenneth Walker will run every touchdown in. So unless like Lockett's burning one off, um, I think like Walker just walks every touchdown. So I I want to give it to the guys that I think they have red zone upside. That's Osborne or London. Okay. Do you, do you want to move on to the tight end or do you want to oh, answer yeah. some questions? I, I, I'm sure we got questions, man. I, I'm losing them in the chat, unfortunately. Um. Where are they? I know there's more. Sorry, guys. I'm totally losing them. Mike, if if you if you know where they are, just throw them up on the screen. I'm trying to. Um, I know. I'm trying to find one. There's a lot of conversation. Oh, here I we love go, it, guys. But Dan has uh, Dan's out. One. Yep. Oh yeah. How do you feel about starting Jordan Mason or Kenny G? What? Ooh, ooh, let me let me get this one. Let me get Is this, this one. Get, get, <laughs> Jordan Mason, baby. It's Mason's season. I love Jordan Mason. Um, I, I tell people all the time, I drafted so much Jordan Mason in like best ball and just like deep leagues all day. Because I Elijah Mitchell ain't going to see the field. You're like a 20 team league, bro? This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm in a 32, man. I have all the Mason. <laughs> Jordan Mason, oh baby. I mean, I, uh, 32 with IDP. No IDPs, luckily. Uh, smaller rosters no. overall, but. Oh, Jordan Mason all day. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go, Jamie. Look at my half PPR rankings. Um, those, those I guarantee those are the more accurate ones for me. That's that's what I based the show off of, by the way. So that's why that that's where the debate has come from between us. Um, so I get it though. But anyway, um, there was one yeah. other one, but it was Jamie asking about your rankings. Speaking uh, of Chicago, uh, just basically, uh, if Roshan practices tomorrow, he's got him at RB18. Where are you ranking him this week? And tell me why he isn't a top 19 RB the following week. Uh, if Roshan practices tomorrow, I'm RB18 this week. Ah, uh, man. I don't even know. I don't know where I would throw him in. If he practices um, tomorrow, then he's going to start. He'll probably play. He'll start. Her, uh, Herbert's doubtful. Herbert's out. Oh, he is. He is. See again, I another freaking change. I don't, why do I even? Well, do I just no. He, <laughs> he, he's done. He's not playing right now. Um. 
I don't think he's like officially out, but well then okay. I think a lot of people know he's not playing. Uh honestly, man, I would throw him around like the Damian Pierce, Brian Robinson range-ish of my ranking. So like that kind of that 20-ish, you know, that 18, 19, 20 range. I I I, I agree with that. Um yeah, I don't know who they played next week, so I don't I'll look to next week. So sorry. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm, not, I'm not looking that far ahead. The, the too yeah, many factors that come into play to tell me to have to have me tell you where he would be ranked in week seven. So Minnesota then Vegas. Um, who? Chicago plays Minnesota and Vegas, both home games. In week, so week. week seven. Week seven is Vegas. Mm. Vegas, baby. I mean, Vegas I love that. Been. Pretty decent, actually, against the run. Sometimes they aren't as bad as people think, but it all depends on on which which team shows up there. But all right, let's do this tight end question and move and yeah. finish this out. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't be so eager about tight ends; they suck. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to get to our silly string pick. I know, AJ. You get to finish us off here by right. starting us off. Dallas right. Goddard off a big week against the Jets or the steady Cole Komet. And just to give a little context here, Dallas Goddard has one top 10 finish this year. Obviously, it was last week. Cole Komet, three so far this year. Uh, I'll tell you, AJ has to answer this one first. Just wanted to give you a little context to help you out, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I you don't have to tell me how bad Goddard's been. <laughs> I already know that. <laughs> um, I think he'll be okay, but oh, what the fuck, dude? Don't, don't uh, answer the question. I'm Are you looking go... at his week one through four? Not good. No, no sorry. Uh, I just thought I'm that was go a with, what the fuck. I'm going to go with Komet on this one, honestly. Uh, I think this, again, I think this is a Smith game and a Swift game. Um, and then Jalen's just going to do the rest. So, All right, Davis, who you got? Oh, man. Um... Yeah, I know. Tight ends suck. They really do. No, I don't. I don't hate the tight ends. I I really like Goddard a ton, and I, he was one of my favorite tight ends to draft this year i thought he was a very good value but i you know i'm gonna go down and say cole Komet just because i think the matchups are easier i think cole Komet's the two on this team um he's the two if the run game is in shambles i think you can can, can count on cole Komet to be more to be i hate to say this more consistent than dallas goddard i think dallas goddard's gonna be like scripted into certain games yeah does make uh, him better but Cole Komet's a multi-million pay tight end right now, too. So and he's been pretty clutch for uh, a passing Justin Fields. Man, I've got the guys back to back. Um, got her higher in my rankings, but if you put a gun to my head, I'm I'm picking Komet for the same reasons as you guys. Um, it's it's you know, touchdown upside. Goddard has one good game. <laughs> I mean, like he's yeah. And it was last week, and it was this, and it was the game where they were like, We're gonna give Goddard the ball and nobody else. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so it's like, okay. Hey, um, it, was, it was tight. Guy, it was over the there. Florida, we haven't done Denver. much for you yet. So <laughs> we apologize, but we want yeah. you to know we're thinking of you. I mean, look, I'll, I'll be honest. Like I, I even said it in, in the, in the usage article, like I was, you know, I, I, I might be eating my, I might be eating crow a little bit on the bears offense after the first few weeks where I was like, aha, I told you so. And now I'm like, Oh, maybe I'm not telling you so. Cause you know, the bears are firing right now, man. Like their defense still sucks. They're going to lose a lot more. They're going to lose a lot more games, but their offense is clicking right now. Got ready to chase Claypool and all of a sudden they're like, ha we're free and <laughs> they're good again. We have no idea what happened, but, um, but anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, JV. blue crew, a uh, blue crew. I think we did answer this already. Yeah. If, if you're trading away one, it is going to absolutely be Debo. trade away Debo. If you can, yeah. uh, you, especially in PPR, um, that, that's no. what I want to do. Everybody, did anyone, no, we three. didn't, man. Yeah, Jamie, you got lucky as hell, man. But everybody else, everybody else won pretty easily. So we are gonna get to these. So our silly string picks of the week. These are fun. So for those of you who are new to the show, and uh, this is honestly a pretty new segment, so I'll just explain it again. What we do is we use half PPR projections. I don't really care if you use PPR, just announce that so that we know um on social media but we use half ppr projections we use the projections on the fantasy six pack that you can go check out um as an all access member as of thursday night and then we pick if they're going to go over or under that projection and if we are wrong we get silly streamed we record it we post on social media we'll show the video here on live next week or or the next week uh on the show and uh yeah it's all it's all in good fun so please join us and uh post your picks with us on social media or if you want to do it live on air with us as jamie did last week then uh we can you know say yours here and uh it, it'll, it'll be a good time so uh dylan what's up man um yeah welcome welcome, welcome to the f- Fancy six pack family, man. We appreciate you. Um, yeah, we, we will answer your question there here. So, um, questions on the Discord. Um, yeah, we, we do that too. But, uh, yeah, always, you, you can throw in your question here if you want to. There. But, yeah, if you got something, we, we'll hit it before the end of the show here. Yeah, let's, uh, but let's jump into these picks here real quick while, uh, while we wait for Dylan's question. So, Davis, you are the guest of the night. So, who are you picking? And, um, What's the projection? Oh man, I wish I had my other underdog shirt because this guy also got me another underdog shirt. It is Michael Thomas, man. Uh, half PPR. I'm gonna go over. He's at 9.6 for. I'm gonna say he's gonna go over. Uh, I need him to go over because I have a bet against another friend of mine. (laughs) So either I lose this bet and I get silly strings, I might as well go all in. It's Michael Thomas over 9.64. I think he's probably gonna get his first touchdown. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, he hasn't gone over 10 yet, so we'll see. All right, voice in the sky, Mike LaPlante. What do you got, man? You got one? Where'd he go? Did he run away? All right, never mind. AJ, yeah, I had to unmute myself. I pulled it. All right, Mike, I pulled an AJ. 
No, mine was so, planned. <laughs> yeah, no, you're gonna have to. I apologize for that one. Um, sort of. <laughs> sure, yours was. It's always planned. I was teeter tottering between two guys because I, I told you before the show I wanted to lean KJ Osborne. I think it's the low hanging fruit, but I want to live life on the wild side this week. I'm gonna go oh. Chris Godwin above 11.03 half PPR points. You already picked Lions. Godwin. Pick someone else. 11 point how many? You already picked Godwin. Pick someone else. No, I didn't. No, we didn't. That was... Uh, I that never picked was, Godwin. Uh, that was JJ. That was our... That, that was, was JJ. Right. That was JJ, yep. 11 point how many? How many points, Mike? Uh, 03. 03. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do this question 03. real quick for Dylan. Um... So he gave us his team, but the question is, uh, oh wait, no, that's not it. No, uh, oh, all right. So it's it's all it's all mixed in here. So twelve team redraft full PBR traded D Hop for Mixon straight up to Justin Jefferson owner. Good trade. All right, so it's a lot. So I'm gonna have to pull this up on the big screen to read the whole thing because it's it's it is a lot. So twelve team redraft full PPR. Traded Hopkins for Mixon straight up to the Justin Jefferson owner. Good trade. My running back depths. Blah, 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 blah. Running back depth. I mean, yeah, the fact that you got Mixon, um, I'm okay with that because you still have Diggs and Ayuk and, and Hollywood's been awesome. And Tom, yeah, I, I'm totally fine with that trade. I think yeah. it's a great trade. Um, yeah, you I needed think it. I think you, it's phenomenal. Yeah, you straight up it's needed a big it. upgrade, actually. So, I like it. Yeah. Good job, man. Um, right, AJ, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, he had uh, one last question, guys. He had uh, oh, oh, Hawkinson yeah, and Waller for Pickens. Oh, somebody somebody did a trade. Does he think it's fair? I'm assuming this is a veto question. I think it's uh, fair. Hawkinson oh, and Wall- Hawkinson for Waller and Pickens. That's a fair trade. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no. Yeah, I yeah. I don't, I don't veto something like that. that. That's fine. I mean, I agree with it, but it's fine. Um, AJ? All right, so I, I changed my pick. Um, oh, of course you did. I'm going to put my, my money where my mouth is, in a sense, and I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson uh, over 10.47 points. Um. Okay. Uh, let's see if uh, if the Eagles secondary shows up. And it, why not? All right. So so it's funny that uh, Dylan's asking about D Hop, and I'm guessing he's hoping I'm right on this one big time because I'm going D Hop under 11.8 half PPR points this week. Um, I just I mean again traveling across the ocean, <laughs> uh, playing Baltimore. Oh, that's great. That I, is I don't, I don't, game, I don't like it. it. So, you know, D Hop just had, you know, his best game of the season up. with the Titans. And I get the volume has been there. I've talked about it endlessly in the usage article every single week that the, you know, usage has been there for him. But it has been good usage, unfortunately. And, you know, Mike, you know, somebody I've been like, you know, or target, you know, targets can be there, but they got to be good targets. And we talked about that a lot with Desmond Ritter and things like that in the offseason. So that is my 
that is my pick. So we will post those on social media um, tomorrow once I post all the links to the show. But uh, that is what we got. So what's your CD Lamb half point prediction? Oh, anybody got that? I think I closed. I think I closed uh, my. I got it. Hold on. Do you have it open? I do. Uh, CD is. Yeah, sorry, I don't. I don't. They're the Monday night open. game. It's not there. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's them, not. It's them no, against the it, Chargers. CD Lamb's 13.7. That's exactly the same number as I have on my end. I have them at um, what? like Why seven catches for 80. Yeah, don't worry about it. I, I, I got another place to grab the stuff. Uh, I got to get, I got to get, um, I got to get Keith to, to fix that and pull different stuff. So um, 13.7 is oh, the projection, shit. Jamie. All right. Uh, Big D Davis, T. Higgins, or Jordan Addison. Cool. I mean, Higgins may not even play, so the decision might be made for you. But um, even if he does play, I think you go. I kind of think you go Addison at that point. Like, I mean, we're talking like possibly. If, yeah, that's what I put in the comments. I if if Higgins is a hundred percent, which I don't think he's going to be, then sure, I'd ride with Can him. I take but... Flowers again. Yeah, what's his? Uh... <laughs> no, take someone new. Zay Flowers ten point seven. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's all it's all on you, man. Ten point seven. You want it? Over under. Have some Tennessee's fun. pass defense is bad, but Baltimore's pass offense is also yeah. bad. So <laughs> it is he wants poison. to live on the edge too. He, I mean, he, he boy that I like it. Point I like two. it. He wants. To I also play. like to live dangerously. <laughs> So, all right, we'll get your pick after the show, Jamie. Uh, we got to close things out here. But, uh, Davis, thank you for joining us, man. Um, let us know where we can find your stuff. I know I, I think you're taking a little bit of a break this season. You got a lot of a lot of stuff going on. But um, anything you got going on, you know, right now or what we can look forward to from you? I mean, I still do the Fantasy Edge on Mondays. I, I've been a sub literally almost every single week now, which has been pretty cool. So I do the Fantasy so Edge podcast. <laughs> so it sounds permanent. But if anything, I fill in for um either Richard or Dennis right now. Mm. So I've been doing both, and I've also just been a third guy. So they've, right. they've been enjoying it, so right, I've been doing that. Um, and then anytime you guys need to fill in for something else, I'm, I'm kind of the floater now. Like the I'm the flex. There we yeah. go. You're the flex. <laughs> the nice. Flex. So how come you didn't step in for the start sit when Dennis had to sub out? Oh, they didn't tell me. <laughs> Check Slack, man. Pick me enough. Pick me yeah. enough. What are you talking? Turn on the notifications, AJ. It's fine. Oh, I'm I mean, not even covering the show. Yeah. Man. I didn't see it either. I had to cover Dennis. Actually, I did. Time. I was like, oh, both of you. Maybe, I, maybe I could jump right, in man. and do this. Well, Davis, man, uh, I, I look I forward it. to having you on again soon. Uh, I, I, you know, always like talking to you, man. So, uh, yeah. but anyway, have a good night, man. And we will, uh, we'll do it again soon. All right, man. Take care. Peace. All righty, man. So, I mean, I think this game is over. It's, I don't know. They're about to kick the field goal to go up 19. Although they're going to make it. I don't know. Two minutes left. 
I don't uh, I, like I haven't Parker, watched a single second 19, of it. But. So 19 to 8 with a minute 55 left <laughs> after the kickoff. That'll be like a minute. Um, yeah, I mean, this game's over, but uh, what, a terrible what an game. ugly, ugly game, man. Like people who started the Chiefs, like the Chiefs, I'll be honest, man. The Chiefs running backs were highly ranked. I had Pacheco at 12, man, and that's not working. I mean, like the Broncos, the Broncos were have been atrocious all year. Thirty-six yards, not good. I mean, they they only scored one touchdown. Kelsey, shocker, nine for nine, one hundred twenty-four yards. Oh yeah, of course Um, we're going against Kelsey in Keen Classic. So yeah, I should have not started Sky Moore, but my other options were Brandon Powell. And that's it. Thanks, Jamie, man. Uh, Appreciate you having on, man. Uh, Yeah, thanks. I think the over on this game at 37 and a half. How is the over? Oh, God. Yeah, so bad. I mean, with, yeah, with Denver's defense being as bad as it has, you. This has to worry, Chiefs. Of course, honestly. Tony has a fight. Thoughts on Hawkinson. What's your projections for him? Um, projections we've got running for him right now. Um, so half PPR is 11.8. Full PPR. Um, trying to find the button here. Hang on. Too many things. Oh, yeah. Uh, 14.9. So, honestly, I, I kind of AJ. I'm kind of with you, man. I kind of think Hawk might just crush this week. Yeah, <laughs> I so. think he's going to be the one to uh, to benefit the most. But like I said earlier, I, I I think this is Addison's chance to really. Oh, of course, and he's he's what shown he he's do. been the guy. You know, yeah. the one that you know he wants to that. Cousins wants to look at for that deep route, that deep ball, that home run ball. That's not Osborne's game. Osborne's a chain mover. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be Hawking Addison that's gonna get the chunks. Osborne's gonna get you know, dink dunk, dink dunk, and he's gonna be fine. But you know that's what it is. So, Big D David, man, you want to uh, you, you want to jump in on the uh, the over under bet with us, the silly strings? Uh, put, look me up on on Twitter, man, at f six p underscore Joe, and uh, tell us you want over under on that, and uh, have some fun with us, man. So, all right, guys, yeah, that's that's it us. for us. So we're gonna we're gonna close it out. Um, this game is over. Looks like so. Looks like uh, somebody fumbled the ball. Holy crap, they did. He Ryan just fumbled the ball. Kansas City got it back. This game is over. So we and so are we. So we're going to close it out. See you all next week. All right. Go Phil. That's it. <laughs> Bye.